I'm Danny Kelly, host of the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. And from now until the draft, we are turning our feed into the Ringer NFL Draft Show to talk all things draft with me, Danny Heifetz, Ben Solak, and Craig Horlbeck. Check us out on Tuesdays and Thursdays and search the Ringer NFL Draft Show. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let's roll, baby. It is a Friday edition of Ring of Gambling. Raheem Palmer, John G. Stremsky. It is the final weekend of the NBA regular season. Raheem, hallelujah for that. Because I, I feel for my boy. I want to say this right out of the gate. <laughs> because I think you all know Raheem right now is in the middle of a new project that we call The 100. He has to give a bet. He has to give a play on these NBA games. And listen, we're all excited for the playoffs. We all can't wait to bet the playoffs. Betting right now at the end of this regular season is an absolute joke. And I'll take it a step further, Raheem. I have not thrown a wager down on an NBA game in the regular season over the last week because it's impossible for me to gauge, oh, who's playing, who's not, who cares, who doesn't. So I I just want to warn everybody out there, this final weekend of the regular season a lot of landmines out there. A lot of a lot of dangerous, treacherous, slippery slopes. But my dude, I, I, I feel for you. I just want to throw that right out of the gate. I mean, it's all good. You know, it, I'm going to be honest with you. It's worse than week 18 in the NFL. You know, at least with week 18 in the NFL, you have a good sense of, you know, who's playing. It's not guys aren't game time decisions in the NBA right now. Everything is a game time decision. It's just I mean, it's it's a brutal like it's brutal to navigate. But I do think we have a good sense of things, you know, unfortunately, because, you know, 
I was telling JJ before we started this podcast, like betting is different from producing betting content because, you know, like some of these openers were awful. So you had like teams like the Golden State Warriors, they were laying five against the Sacramento Kings and we knew the Kings weren't going to play anybody. But by the time we're doing this podcast, as of now, 11 a.m., they're laying nine and a half. So all the value is gone. So um, I think that's the tough thing. But we're going to figure out a way to navigate this and get you guys some good information. Well, and I like the sound of that. And, you know, we look at Week 18 to use that comparison, Raheem, where I, I remember having this conversation with you and House when we were doing East Coast Bias. You got to beware of the teams that need to win the game. You know, like that's always the old adage in week 17 or now week 18 in the NFL. Beware of just betting teams. Oh, well, if they're winning in, take them. Or if they need to win, take them. Do you look at these final game or two games in the NBA the same sort of way where maybe there is a little buyer beware on teams that just need wins in order to make the playoffs or Do you look at it differently where you say, all right, if they're not playing dudes, then screw it. I'm going to take this team to go and win. And how do you feel about that? You know, it's a case by case basis because I think, you know, you have certain teams who literally don't want to win and they'll do every single thing that they can to not win. So you look at last night, the Portland Trailblazers. I mean, you have two tanking teams in the Blazers and the Spurs and Skylar Mays is like the 11th man on the bench and he was too good to play. So the Blazers actually pulled him out of the game. And, you know, I think the beauty of these last couple games of the regular season is that there's value in the live markets. You know, the Spurs last night were laying four and a half to the to the Blazers. They were down seven. You could get them at plus 600 in the fourth quarter um, and they end up winning that game. Unfortunately, they didn't cover the four and a half because there was a, a buzzer beater three. But I mean, I think there's there's spots in which you can jump into the live markets and you can watch what these teams are doing. Are they trying to win these games or do they not care at all? So we have an SGP later on tonight for Phoenix and the Los Angeles Lakers. And listen, the Lakers have everything to play for. And now we're at this point in time, Raheem, where Phoenix... They do not. They know where they're going to be. They're that number four seed. They're going to have home court advantage. They've been unbelievable with Kevin Durant in the lineup, but now they're probably not going to have Kevin Durant out there. I think that's a fair bet. Second night of a back-to-back, nothing to play for against the Lakers. Um, We're kind of lukewarm on the Lakers. I know you faded them the other night. Good call, by the way. That was a good spot to fade the Los Angeles Lakers after their dramatic win Tuesday against the Utah Jazz. Is this a case where, listen, we're going to take the Lakers. We're going to have them in an SGP. Would you try to like tie the Lakers into everything tonight knowing, hey, Phoenix ain't playing anybody? Yeah, I, I think you have to. I think this is, I mean, this is a spot in which, you know, I expect the Lakers to bounce back. Obviously, you know, they were in a really tough spot coming back from a road trip uh, and playing the Clippers. The Suns, they're playing on a back-to-back. And they really didn't go, look good last night against the Denver Nuggets. For the Denver Nuggets that not play anybody, they had to play deep into the fourth quarter to get that, that win done. So I think the Lakers should be able to win this game with relative ease. So I do think you tied it in on some parlays. Yeah, and listen, the NBA is drooling over the possibility of having either the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors as a part of their playing tournament next week, which is good for ratings. It's good for buzz. I mean, you're either going to have Steph Curry or you're going to have LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing next Tuesday or Wednesday night. That is a major win for the NBA. You know, I, I guess for me, Raheem, the teams that we should focus on here 
are teams that need to win in order to get in or to solidify their spot. Um, and, and listen, you know, we might be talking about a New Orleans who's playing the Knicks tonight. The Knicks, uh, they're a five seed. Uh, the, the Knicks, Julius Randle is hurt. Any motivation from them? I mean, New Orleans right now is an eight and a half point favorite. So I kind of think the line is telling you Vegas does not think you're going to get much of an effort from the New York Knicks. Golden State, another one of these teams in this boat. They're a nine and a half point favorite against Sacramento tonight. Sacramento locked into that three seed. Sacramento has won the division. Golden State trying to avoid the plan. So, like, are these teams, like, looking at these teams that need wins tonight, who do you like and who should be, who should we be looking to avoid? If there's one team, I'll tell you the team I'm looking to avoid, Raheem. I don't know. You want to explain this line to me? What do they think? Orlando's tanking at 13 and a half with Brooklyn? They must, right? Yeah, I mean, when you look at Orlando, I mean, right now, um, they're not playing Paolo. They're not playing Wendell Carter. They're not playing Marco Fultz. They're not playing Gary Harris. They're not playing either of the Wagner um, Wagners on this team. So you have a starting lineup: Jalen Suggs, um, Caleb Houston, you know, Okiki, Bull Bull, and um, Bataze. So I understand why this line is the way it is. And Here we then go. You look that makes it, sense. Then that makes sense. Hundred percent. And then I mean, you look at the game yesterday. Orlando was laying four, like five to, to a, um, a Cleveland team playing nobody, and they got taken into the deep waters and drowned. So um, that's why this line is where it is. Um, and then, you know, the Nets, they just need one win to clinch the six seed. So. And then you're going to have Miami in that plan, and we'll see if Miami can win that first game and get the matchup with the Boston Celtics. And listen, I'm done with the Heat. I know a lot of people are trying to make the case that the Heat could go and give them a series, or dare I say win that series. We'll, we'll save that conversation for next week or the following week. All right, Raheem, it's, it's tough out there, bro. It is not easy. That's why I'll be giving out baseball plays today. It's why I'll be giving out a couple of golf plays today. I am not going down the slippery waters of NBA betting Aside from RSGP, where I'll get involved with the Lakers tonight. But you, my friend, have the dubious task of having to do so. So I normally I don't feel sorry for you in this case. Today, I actually <laughs> do. Not going to lie, bro. So I will cede the four to you, the hundred. Let's get back on track. What do we got, sir? Okay, we can go with Memphis Grizzlies. First half, minus four. Um, you can find that minus four, minus four and a half. Look, the Memphis Grizzlies, they need one win in their final two games to clinch the number two seed in the West. I mean, I think they're two games up on the Sacramento Kings right now. However, one game will clinch it. And, you know, they have a game now, and they have a game against the Oklahoma City Thunder on Sunday. I don't think they're going to be playing that game. But when you look at this matchup, the Grizzlies are going to be playing a Bucks team that has already clinched the number one seed. They're not playing Giannis Antetokounmpo. They're not playing Chris Middleton. They're not playing Drew Holiday. They're not playing Brooke Lopez. They're not playing Grayson Allen. And they're not even playing Pat Connaughton. And, you know, we've, we've spoken all year about these Western Conference teams that struggle on the road. The Grizzlies have really struggled on the, on the road, particularly against the spread. They're 13-25-1 against the spread. However, they're a completely different team in the first half of games where they are a whopping 48 and 32. That's 60% against the spread in the first half for 14% return on investment. $100 better is up. $1,120 if they blindly play Grizzlies first halves this season. You know who the only team is better in the first half? Your New York Knickerbockers. So um, I think this is a good spot for the Grizzlies to come out strong. You know, if you look at the Grizzlies, they covered seven out of their last nine games in the first half. 
including games against the Bulls and the Pelicans this week, where they had double-digit leads, only to blow them in the second half and lose outright. I'm going to take the Memphis Grizzlies playing their starters. I expect them to come out strong, and they should be able to get this one done. Uh, Raheem, the logic there for anybody out there in trying to figure out a first-half bet, you mentioned the numbers, you mentioned the statistics that back Memphis as far as that goes. But what leads you as a guy who's like trying to figure this out? Because I normally, full disclosure, I don't bet a lot of first halves. I don't. How do you try to find the edge in in, in first half of games or in those sort of spots? Um, I think the one thing you'll notice is that, like, go to NBA.com. Look at net ratings for the first half and look at net ratings for the full game. And look at net ratings for the second half. Look at, you know, the pace in which teams play it. Look at, you know, um, the offensive rating and defensive ratings. These are separate games. And that's how I like to approach them. So you'll have, you know, certain teams that score a ton in the first half or they push the pace more in the first half. They slow it down in the second half. Um, you just have certain teams who just come out strong. Like, you know, one of the, one of the plays that we like to play all the time, um, big shout out to my guy, Matt. Um, he always plays, he always likes to fade the Grizzlies in the third quarter. Um, and that's worked out well, especially this week. So um, I'm just trying to isolate different quarters and different halves and, and, you know, trying to figure out where do teams tend to play well, like um, and when they play poorly. So that's that's my big um, that's how I approach it. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. I tell you right now, most appealing first-round series. It's got to be somehow, some way, if we got the Suns taking on the Warriors, right? Like, I don't know if that's possible. We're still trying to wait and see as far as tiebreakers or whatever. Like, if we can have one possible first-round series, can, can we get the Suns and the Warriors next week or a week and a half from now, please? That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. That would be, like, really interesting. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I would love to see... The Clippers and the Suns. I mean, what do you what do you think four- that series line is, Raheem? If we get Suns Clippers, Suns minus like one sixty. Because I haven't seen hard. it. I'm just speculating here. I'm asking the um, odds maker. 
I'm trying to think. I got. I got. I got to. Um. I got to put that into my system. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, nice. You have a system for serious prices. This is impressive. I didn't even know this. See, you learn something <laughs> yeah, new every like, day. I would. Have, I would have to come back on that. <laughs> That's okay. Well, listen. We would expect Phoenix. Obviously, would be favored in the series. Yeah. There's no I, way I they wouldn't the, be. I think the, the the more difficult thing for me, the, you know, like I have to, you know. I don't have full season numbers for either one of these two teams right now. Um, just because, you know, Paul George has been hurt for so much. Kawhi has been hurt for so much. Suns are a brand new team. So I got to do some work on that one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm looking at that Cavs series price. We talked about that the other day. That's the only one currently that FanDuel has listed because we know no matter what happens, it's going to be the Knicks and the Cavaliers in the first round. If they announce Raheem Julius Randle's playing, that's going to come down off of 195, right? It's got. Oh, yeah. With the, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to come down. It's, it's definitely going to come down. But um, I think it's pretty fair right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm telling you, Knicks are going to be live in that series. I, I don't know if they're going to win that series. They're going to be live in that series because they're deep. And I don't know if Cleveland has an answer for Brunson. That, I think, is going to be the question for them. You know, defensively, I think Jalen Brunson, and he tore him apart last week when they played. I, I, he, to me, is the key for the Knickerbockers if they're going to go and win that series. Like, he's got to go and be, be the best with part you, of the series. What's that? Randall's an issue. And, I, I'm, you know, big shouts to my guy, Matt Moore. Um, you know, he gave me these numbers last night. Randall, when guarded by Jared, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, he's 13 of 33. Not good. Not good. So what, it's if just Randall, like, what if Randall isn't playing the series? I mean, if Randall doesn't play in a series, I think you guys are in trouble. <laughs> but here's my counter. Randall mm-hmm. is going to be a guy that has the ball in his hands a lot, right? Yeah. We mm-hmm. know he puts up numbers. We know he's had an all-NBA type of season. But you do wonder sometimes, ball bogged down a little bit. Randall yeah. kind of makes a couple of bad decisions. That's why I'm curious to see Raheem. If he doesn't play the first game or two, and the Knicks look, let's say, good in the series. They win one of the first two games. How do you, how do you go about bringing him back? Do you bring him back right away? Does that upset the out? Like that's going to be a fascinating subplot to watch. The Knicks are losing 2-0. You bring him back. Like, like yeah, you, you go balls to the wall. If you, you know, it's, 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 all, it's, I mean, ironically, you know, Jalen Brunson was in the same situation last year. With Luca, of course. Yeah. And I think they brought Luca back in game. Did they bring him back in game two or they brought yes, him back they in game did. three? And they yeah. brought him back, and then they didn't bring him back. And then Jalen had a fucking win to victory, which he did. He was yeah. the best. That's that's my hope for the Knicks in the series. He went up against Donovan Mitchell in the postseason last year. He was the best player in the series. There's no getting around that. He outperformed and outplayed Donovan Mitchell. If the Knicks are going to beat the Cavaliers, Raheem's going to have to do that again. By the one thing I will say, though, is they're not going to have Spider and Levert guard him um he's absolutely you're gonna get a coral on it and i think you know brunson is actually two for 11 when guarded by a coral so we have to look out for that matchup we shall see we're gonna have a lot more time to talk about the knicks and the cavaliers because guess what that series doesn't start for another week and a half and we got plans first and foremost before we get to the knicks and the cavaliers all right raheem got a couple of baseball plays for you i'm going to i'm going to well here with the yankees number one right out of the gate against the orioles no it's the oriole home opener Rested Yankee bullpen. Yankees have looked very good for the most part offensively, with the exception of that Tuesday night game against uh, Stram and the Philly bullpen. I like the Yankees laying 130 
And another one I like today, late night. You know I love a little late night action. The Anaheim Angels against the Toronto Blue Jays. Chris Bassett got pounded in his first start. Everybody and their mother is betting the Toronto Blue Jays. Angels looked a little better than advertised. Like Sandoval on the mound. Give me the Angels and the Yankees for two baseball plays today. Will you dive into the baseball waters today or no? No interest. Um, I made my first baseball play the other day. It didn't go too well. Um, and then I actually made it back. I, I took some um, Brewers live um, against the Mets. I nice. like these plays, though. I, I, I think I think you you have the right idea on them. And I, you know, I love what the Angels are right now. I mean, they look they look pretty good. I mean, to have like. You have two of the best players in the world. And Otani, to me, is the best player in sports right now. So you want to see them doing well. Um, I really like that play. Listen, the Angels got off to a fast start last year, went completely into the tank. We'll see if this year they can actually maintain it. We're not talking about trading Shohei Otani come July. And you're talking about Trout and Otani dare I say, trying to get to the playoffs. And final thought, Raheem, listen, right now we're recording as the golf is going on. So we don't know what this leaderboard is going to look like. Kepka's playing out of his freaking mind. He's 10 on the par as we speak. John Rahm is in the mix. Jason Day and Kalama Okawa, they are in the mix. And you got to be careful of the weather this weekend, Raheem, because the guys who play in the afternoon are going to get totally screwed. It's going to be awful at Augusta. Saturday looks like a complete washout. Tough handicapping the Masters right now, knowing what the uncertainty of that weather forecast is going to be. Uh, real quick, yay or nay? Oh, type- go ahead. We were on the same page. You were going to ask me the same question. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, yay or nay, final thought, Tiger Woods making a cut. No. I agree with you. I agree with you. He's minus 192 on FanDuel right now. Um, you know, how said he likes to play um, Tiger to make the cut. And I didn't want to go against him, but I feel like at this stage of his career, and when you look at the market and you look at the fact that Tiger is such a star, it almost feels like, it almost feels like betting in under. Um, in the sport to where it's just like you always get that extra value. So um, I think you can you can safely bet Tiger to miss the cut. Um, I know Bill last night. uh, Our buddy House isn't going to like this one. Phil is going to make the cut. Right now, Phil is... He's one on the par through 10. I'd say that cut line probably Raheem finishes it one over. It might be worse than that depending on how bad the weather gets and, you know, what guys look like in the afternoon. But uh, as we record this at 11.30... Eastern time on April the 7th, our boy house might be uh, handing some shekels over to Fandle. So it's not what you I want. I got to ask you a question. Is there a long shot that you like? Um, if somebody, you know, is just jumping into it right now, just based on what we see right now, is there a long shot that you feel like they can pull it off? I mean, Rom is at, you know, plus 310. You got Jason Day at plus 1,000. You got Shane Lowry at 33 to 1. Is there anything that you like that you would recommend? So that's a really good question. Shane mm-hmm. Lowry was somebody that I really liked at 33 to one. And that's what he currently sits at at Fandle. I'll give you the other one I like. Do you count 20 to one as a long shot or no? Yeah, that's yeah. All right, you know, uh, Cameron Young at okay. five on the par. He's played great all year. He's played great. He can strike the ball. If he's making putts, Cam Young can go and win this thing. And he's at five on the par right now. So I like Cam. You want to get in on Cam Young at 20 to one. I don't think that's a bad bet. Um, and, and then you're looking at, to me, Scheffler is never out of it. That's the thing about Scheffler. Scheffler mm-hmm. right now is seven off the lead. 
And still Raheem, they're putting him at 12 to 1 to win the tournament because they know he can explode at any moment. So, wow. Yeah, I think I'm going to trail one of these. I, I, I want to take a shot on it. I have, I've never bet golf before, so um, this will be fun. I, I yeah. appreciate that. And listen, I'll text you tomorrow when all the matchups come out or on Sunday. That to me is my favorite way to bet golf because you can identify like four or five golfers, you bank on them to have good days, and then they can kind of go work their magic and do what they do. Like I got Jason Day right now. Over, I want to say, I'm going to tell you the big one I have going. It's Jason Day over Xander Shoffley. That's like my biggest matchup. So I need mm-hmm. I need Jason Day to, to keep on keeping on, as, my, as they say. Okay. I like that. And I'm looking. What do we got here? Jason Day versus Xander Shoffley. Say a prayer. Let's get it. Say a <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> say a prayer. Raheem, good luck with the 100. We will chat Tuesday as we will have the playing tournament unveiled for the NBA postseason. Good job by the Wargon Warrior. Raheem, cash it, baby. I'll see you on Tuesday. All right, no doubt. You have a good one.